Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your long-abandoned podcast, Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Clone Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Moran. How are you doing tonight, Chachi Chacherson? Well, I, I'm I'm glad to be back talking to you after a wonderful Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? Uh, it was gluttonous in both the consumption of food and alcohol. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, and and it's and it's bar none. We've we've had this conversation. I think I don't know if on the podcast before, but I mean, any day that you can tell me I can just eat loads of food and drink loads of alcohol and it's socially acceptable, it's a good it's a good day for me. But uh, Jermaine, would you like to start? Would you like to before we get into trivia? Would you like to start with perhaps one of the biggest uh, Nick talks out of his asses uh, of the of the in podcast history? And what would that be? That uh, you uh, uh, us not posting the episode last week? Oh yeah. Um, so I think it was actually for week eleven. It was week eleven, so it was technically two weeks ago now but nick and i recorded an episode which will now be dubbed the lost episode and will be posted um just for posterity's sake but uh some something happened uh drinks were consumed lives were lived games were played people were met events and things and stuff and the episode did not get posted and we didn't realize until about 15 minutes before kickoff on week 11 of the NFL. Shout out executive producer Nevada Putnam for calling us out. Which 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 it also falls on him, right? Cuz he's not being a very good executive producer if he tells us 15 minutes before kickoff that we haven't posted the podcast. Yeah, we're the talent. It's 100% yeah, we're the, yeah. on him. Yeah, we're we're the divas. He needs to manage our lives. Where's he at? He's supposed to be the manager in the clubhouse. He's supposed to be. Oh, and right now he's letting us run amok. Yeah. I'm lacing up for game day. You got to put the game plan together. What, like, what more do you want from me? I'm here. I'm yeah. here. Practice. We talk about practice. Not a game. Not a so game. I think, I, I think that exponentially increased our blow rate on, on Nick Talks Out of Our Ass. Not, not posting an episode. Uh, so you, you keen observers who last listened to episode 39 and now are listening to episode 41 will know that episode 40 is now forever uh, in the, uh, I think it's the annals of history, right? <laughs> it's like uh, Dave Chappelle's The uh, the Lost Episode. The Lost that's right. Episodes. That's, that's what episode 40 will fall under. I'm sure there'll be another one soon. I'm sure. I'm sure there, there there has to be, but we'll but we'll start episode forty one. We we got it back on track. Well, hopefully. I mean, we're not recording this live, so hopefully we've got it back on track. Uh, but we'll start with our trivia, Jermaine. So our trivia question uh, in honor of the F one championship in Bahrain, which uh, I attended this last weekend. Who holds the record for most F one championships? Who holds the record for the most F1 championships in history? That is our trivia question. A little he, bit outside of the box. A little, little international sports trivia for you guys. He attended my question for the record. Let the record show. This is my question. Yes. <laughs> Jermaine. So, uh, obviously, there was a head-to-head challenge that did not happen. Nick finally won one 3-1, and I went 2-2. Two and two. Um, but those don't count. So the official record is still eleven zero and one to six and six with your boy. Isn't it so funny? Isn't it so funny that the lost episode is the episode that I actually win? I and I won, and I won big on the Cowboys. They were like plus three fifteen to beat the Vikings. I cashed in on that. You homie had money line not spread the cojones on this man. Money and, line, dog. And you'll never know it. It didn't happen. It doesn't count. It's awesome that he was able to cash that. Um, but he doesn't get yeah, the money. By the way, I don't care about all you out there. I care about my bank account. My bank account was happy that the Cowboys cashed. Jermaine, I went 10-2 and two last week. Maybe we should stop not posting episodes forever. Yeah, because you finally learned how to bet. You, you had, I, Your focus was singular in, in task, and you were able to get it done. That's right. And now I've made enough money that I've doubled my unit size. So 
I'm going to lose all my money this week. Oh, because Nick likes to put out 12 bets, as you just heard. He's like, oh, we yeah. got 12 games this week? Guess how Let's many see, bets I got. Actually, hold on, hold on. Let's see how many bets I've already put in. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yep, twelve bets so far. Twelve bets, told you. Nick, Nick was like, "This is why you always bet early, dog." And I was just like, "Hell no, you don't bet early." I, and then I gave him one example. And he was just like, "All right, that's a fair point." I was like, "Could yeah, you imagine yeah. if you bet Broncos spread before Tuesday, before you found out that Jeff Driscoll popped positive?" And all those Chachi Chachersons were in the room together with masks, masks off Molly Percocet. Fuck you, Jeff Driscoll. Also, all right, listen, so now we're getting into it, right? We're getting into the fucking meat and potatoes of the podcast. What the fuck is the NFL doing, Jermaine? Uh, the, we've been the asking case that since that you're, our first episode. The case that you're talking about of the Broncos and the Saints, right? Jeff Driscoll pops positive. The whole Broncos quarterback room is is dropped. So the Broncos have to go to their practice squad. We'll first ask the NFL to use their offensive quality coach. Right? The NFL denies that for some reason because they don't, you know, I, I don't know what reason that is. Using a guy using a guy that knows the playbook to to maybe actually put out a a, a thrilling game and build a storyline. I guess they don't like that. Um like imagine if the offensive quality coach came in, that would be like the the emergency backup goalie for the Hurricanes. Remember that last year in the NHL? Yeah, wasn't that in the playoffs? No, no, it was. Oh. It was. But I mean, that's that's a great story, right? Yeah. But no, so they said no to the Broncos' offensive quality coach, uh, and instead opted to let them use a practice squad wide receiver named Kent Kendall Hinton, who played three years of quarterback at West uh, Wake Forest. Uh, and had zero practice reps, and some people in the building didn't even know who he was, right? Instead of letting them cancel the game or reschedule the game. Meanwhile, the Steelers-Ravens game has been moved from Thursday to Sunday to Tuesday to Wednesday, all because NFL darling Lamar Jackson wouldn't be allowed to play. Oh. God forbid we shouldn't see the Steelers, who are one of the best teams in the league, play the former MVP, Lamar Jackson. Get the fuck out of here, right? Let me talk to you about what the NFL has done so far, right? Which is why this Broncos case is so ridiculous. The Titans had 19 positive cases. We talked about this earlier. We fine and cut them earlier in the year. It rescheduled two weeks of Titans games, right? The Pats... Go get on COVID. Cam Newton has COVID. A couple other Pats players, right? They moved the Pats Broncos game. That's right, Pats Broncos. They moved it one week. Pats not allowed to practice. Forced the Broncos to reschedule three weeks of games, right? You know, Broncos eventually beat the, the Pats because they had no practice, right? Then they moved this week's Ravens game from Thursday to Sunday. Zero teams have a bye in week 12. They uh they also moved the Steelers game from Sunday to Monday for this coming exactly. Week. It, it, what 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 is going on NFL? Why the, can't the Broncos? Like I, I know that like you're a you're a Saints fan, so you loved it, right? Because it's pretty much an, a guaranteed win. But what the fuck is the NFL doing? Yeah, so the Ravens had. Uh, 20 positive tests now, including one player who has type 1 diabetes. Shout out Mark Andrews. Hopefully everything goes well. Um, 20 players test positive. They reschedule the game four times. The Broncos asked for the game to be pushed from Sunday to Monday. That They asked to use uh, sign two of their coaches. And the NFL told them no on both those things. They just told them to suit up and play. So there is a theory, and based on what we just presented, I'd say it's hard-pressed to deny it that the NFL was making an example of the Denver Broncos. If you don't follow COVID protocols, they're, they're going to make you play. But the Titans didn't follow COVID protocols. Oh, the, uh, the Pats didn't follow COVID protocols. The Steelers didn't follow, or the Ravens didn't follow COVID protocols. 
Oh, but that's right. That's Derrick Henry. That's the darling Titans from last year. That's Cam Newton and the and Bill Belichick and the Patriots. And that's the Ravens and Lamar Jackson playing the playing the unbeaten Steelers. It's not those. It's not the idiot hapless Broncos who can't follow up. It, it's such a double standard that it, that it infuriates me. Yeah. Literally, this it's called a standard for a reason. NFL. If you don't set that standard and say no matter what. And then you just let te- you let teams that bring in more money get away with it, because ultimately, what we've seen time and time t- time out, time in and time out, is that the only thing you care about is money. And the Broncos Saints game was going to bring you zero money, and it's not a game you wanted to put on Monday night. So now we have Wednesday afternoon football. Whoopee! Let's get some action in this house. Yeah. I'm done. Fuck the NFL. We'll, we'll get to fucking find them and cut them later, but fuck the NFL. Double standard ass league. And yeah. if I work for them one, one, one year, one day, I'll take all of it back. Nah, if I work for him, I'm telling Roger to his face. <laughs> hey, Roger, come here. Come here. Have a seat. Have Roger. Roger. You're going to Chris Hansen him? Roger, baby. Roger. Roger, baby. Roger. Roger. <laughs> First name him over and over again. Right, 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 right. So, so uh, that's, that's, that's my NFL rant. That, 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 that substitutes the place of my, of my weekly MLB rant. So. Yeah, he ranted about the MLB off the line. Sorry, sorry, all you, sorry, all, all you kids out there with my cursing. Do you have a full list of the players you wanted to discuss with torn ACLs? No, move on. I'm done with the NFL. Okay, no more, air, no more airtime. Tell me about this. So, so they just released right uh, the the we talked about the NBA season and when it'll open up. It'll open up on the uh, 22nd of December, right? So apparently the not apparently, but the they released the Christmas Day schedule Jermaine and it is pretty nice talk to me about the the NBA schedule not one bad matchup on the board this is chock full of action and it starts at 12 eastern with a matchup of Zion Williamson versus defending eastern conference champions Miami Heat and Jimmy G buckets you know what the G stands for followed by the Golden State Warriors Sands Clay Thompson, get healthy, buddy, versus Giannis and the New Look Bucks at 2.30 Eastern. Then you have the returning KD, the returning Kyrie, the new coach Steve Nash versus and the Brooklyn Nets versus the Boston Celtics. Jason Tatum versus Kevin Durant at 5 Eastern. Then... You have Luca and Christos Porzingis, the unicorn, with Rick Carlisle going against the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and the reloaded squad at 8 Eastern in prime time. And see, just a little nightcap, you know, a little sprinkle, a little like, oh, you didn't have enough hoops? Well, let me give you this tasty matchup. You have the Los Angeles Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and their new head coach taking on the Denver Nuggets with Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, budding superstars in the league, at 10.30 Eastern. If For those of you who don't recall, the Clippers-Nuggets series was absolute bananas. Those, Bonkers, games, yeah. those games were high-scoring, just great basketball. So I'm looking forward to seeing a recap of that matchup. I see no week games on the schedule and if you had to pick pick a week game i think it's the one that starts this the day off because of the pelicans probably but i'm looking but forward I, to sitting there watching all this hoops i mean to say that's a week game is to say it's a six out of ten game yeah it's <laughs> it's like, like 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 it's it's a game that i would watch like that's how you know it's not a week game i i would watch every single game on this slate yeah, they did a banging job putting this together. I mean, 
way to get the Warriors and Nets right back into the thick of it. Steph Curry back, KD back, Kyrie back. You know what I mean? Like this, this is going to be very interesting to see. The Warriors Indeed. may have lost Clay, but they reloaded. You know, James Wiseman, Draymond, Kelly Oubre, Andrew Wiggins, and Steph. That's going to be an interesting team to see. So <clears throat> uh, that announcement today got me super jazzed for this season. I can't wait. It's right around the corner. Literally preseason should be starting next week. Oh, it's great. It's like it's like now I understand why all those baseball heads love baseball. It's like it never ends. Um all right. Did you see the did you see the MLB started a wood bat league for all the prospects? A wood bat league? Yeah. Like I official MLB sanctioned? Yeah. MLB is oh. putting together like a, a wood bat league for all. So that way they can get eyes on all the prospects, I think. Cause I think they're going to, cause I think the draft got delayed. Well, so, so. I, I asked you, I asked you that because it, it already happens. Right. Oh. So like, so like you get like, so you get recruited in high school, right. But you have to play in a good high school team. The way you get recruited a lot is in wood bat leagues. So you'll go play in wood bat tournaments, even in high school. Kids oh, are okay. playing in wood bat tournaments. Cause that's where a bunch of scouts go. Because ultimately, the goal for a scout is, you know, can he hit with a wood bat? Is that so? Explain why hitting with a wood bat is a is a good, um, you know, marker. Well, I mean, so so think about it in terms of physics, right? If you have a if you have a metal bat or an aluminum bat or a composite bat in your hand, right? You basically have an aluminum shell over carbon fiber. So it'll mask some of the mistakes if you're powerful, right? So if, if I can, I'll be able to hit a home run, which maybe a ball should have been like a weak double because I'm strong enough in high school to get it out, right? And also you got to think force off the force out of the pitcher's hand. So if a pitcher throws 95, it's going to come off the bat at like 105. Okay. Right. So you, with an aluminum bat, it's going to come off faster, which means it travels further. Right? Yep. Still tracking? Yep. The wood bats make it harder, basically basically are a better indicator of talent than an aluminum bat because it, it doesn't mask the mistakes. You have to be actually strong and powerful to hit a home run with a wood bat. And they use... Uh, or hit what, it just right. They use maple... In the MLB, right? <clears throat> they use what they, so they use whatever they they want. Really, I, the four types I know of is there's ash, cedar, maple, birch, and then some players use bamboo. Are those the Japanese players? <laughs> no, <laughs> is that what Ichiro, Ichiro set all those records no. with? No, I I use I used to use my bat that I used in the in the. Chesapeake, shout out Chesapeake Sharks, uh, Hampton Roads Baseball League was uh, maple. Okay, yeah, a lot. A lot of people use maple because it's it's a, it's a harder wood, um, and then a couple of people are moving to birch now. It's not because it tastes good on pa- on pancakes and waffles. No, got it. That is that uh, is not the reason why they use a maple bat. Not because they can squeeze the bat onto their pancakes. Oh. That's why I would use it. Well, I also listen. I can't talk shit about you. You're an athlete. I can't talk shit about you. I threw I threw some baseballs to you, and you got a hit. So, can't talk <laughs> shit about Jermaine's baseball playing ability. He's an athlete. Athlete. <laughs> so so okay. So remember when you got a base hit? Yeah. You were using an aluminum bat. Right. Yeah. You probably that. wouldn't. You probably wouldn't have gotten a hit if you were using a wood bat. Nah. All right, I'll see you then. All right, I'll see you next this summer. All right, all right. Next summer, time, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna put my baseball bat in my fucking carry on, and we're gonna fucking. For those of you who heard that, that was me purchasing a maple bat on Amazon and going to the batting cages. <laughs> Game planning. We need to have like a rocky a rocky like montage of like us both training like an Ivan Drago, Rocky. Training montage of you getting ready to hit me and me getting ready to throw to you. I'm so, I'm about it, dude. I'm about it. Just short, shirtless in Daisy Dukes, 
playing beach volleyball with Tom Cruise. That's right. What does this have to do with him hitting baseball? A wooden a baseball with a wooden bat. Why is he shirtless again? I've seen zero baseballs and zero yeah, bats. <laughs> is Nick literally just doing all the rock all the Rocky Four workouts? Why is he punching a, a meat <laughs> meat in a freezer? I don't get it. Up with, with rocks in a bag. This doesn't prove he can throw baseballs at all. All right, we get it. Stop splitting his pull-ups into the into the shot. We get it. He does pull-ups. Jesus. <laughs> oh man. So uh Champions League uh match day kicked off today. So this is mm-hmm. this is the fifth match day of the group stage. And things are really starting to clear up. And as far as who's going to be advancing to what is what's next quarters? Yeah, round of 16. Round of 16. Um, yeah, so go ahead and start walking us through that. Yeah, so right now eight teams have booked their uh, have booked their passage into the round of 16. Um, and then there's one – yeah, 50% of the teams have qualified. Um, there's one. There's really two match days left, I guess, because we are currently recording in the middle of uh, match day five, uh, and then there's match day six left. So as it stands, uh, the I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look through. Okay, here we go. All right. Uh, so Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Chelsea, Porto, uh, Juventus, Liverpool, Man City, and Sevilla have all qualified. Those are the eight teams. And then going through the list, in Group A, the second team is going to come down to Atletico and Salzburg, their direct matchup. right? Group B, I, I think before we identified Group B as kind of the group of death, right? So Gladbach, Shakhtar, Real, Real Madrid, and Inter Milan. Who knows, right? All those three, all those four teams are within three points of each other, right? They have one match day left. Um and Gladbach plays Real and Shakhtar plays Inter. If so I was be, if I was a betting man, and I am, I'd take Gladbach and Shakhtar. I mean, Real's Real's play has has not uh, uh, not uh, done well. However, they did beat Gladbach. So if they just force a draw, and Inter beats Shakhtar, then Real gets in. They, that's a lot of help. It's a lot of help. If they win, if they beat Gladbach, obviously they're in. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, yeah. Fade Real. So yeah, I, I maybe maybe they don't make it. We'd have to look at the odds for that. Group C is set. Uh, that's the Man City Porto group. Group D uh, that comes down to again the direct matchup between Atalanta and A and Ajax. I I think the Group A and the Group D games are going to be the most fun games to watch. Right, because it comes down basically whoever wins first place is set in the, both of those. Whoever wins that matchup is it advances to the to the Champions League round of sixteen. Obviously, big for big for all, really all of those teams, maybe except for Atletico and Group A. Right, they they've been there before, but Salzburg, Ajax, and Atalanta really have not had sustained Champions League success. And Ajax so, and Atalanta just are just recently coming off far runs, so they really um, that's going to be a high pressure game for them. That one, yeah. that Group D matchup is going to be a whole lot of fun to watch. Yeah, I probably so won't that, bet on that though. So that'll be yeah, I'm not betting on that. That'll be December 9th, right? That game will be on December 9th. The uh, Group A game will also be on December 9th. So both those games on December 9th. Right. Uh, group E is set already. That's Chelsea and Sevilla. Uh, group F. Group F is kind of weird, right? Group F will play today, right? Um, Dortmund at Lazio. Those are the two leaders of the group right now. They play today. Um, they're the favorites right now, but uh, Club Bruges has a chance to sneak in. They're not. They're not out. They're only uh, four points back at second and five points back at first. So. Um, if Dortmund loses like they're reckoned to do and Bruges beats uh, Zenit St. Petersburg, um, which which St. Petersburg has one point so far, 
it'll be it, it, it'll get pretty interesting in in Group F. I don't see it getting interesting. I see Dortmund and Lazio moving on. Uh, group G is set. That's the Barcelona Juventus. Uh, group H. Group H is Shocker. Group Group H is very interesting, right? This is my favorite group, right? I think we also said that this was kind of our second. This is our second favorite group in the whole Champions League. This is right? the one Man we United. said was the group of death. This is this was our hot our hotly contested group. Man United, PSG, RB Leipzig, and uh, Istanbul, right? Um, right now there's two match days left. Technically. No one is eliminated. Right? Istanbul has three points, but they're not eliminated. Man United leads the group with nine with nine points. PSG has six and RB Leipzig has six. But the problem is Man United will have to play both of those teams in the final two match weeks. Right? They play uh PSG today, and they basically need basically a victory t- today against PSG would secure them the top spot. And that's all they need to do, right? They only need to beat the team that was in the Champions League final and and pushed Bayern basically to the extreme. That's the only thing they need to do. Easy day, I mean, right? I mean, we got Cavani, bro. Revenge tour. That's right. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully it is the Cavani revenge tour. Um, it just sucks yeah, that it's if- those are my two teams. And <laughs> I'm super torn on um I just want those two to advance. Get RB like I need RB to drop to Istanbul. That's what I need. I need Istanbul to secure the straight up victory against RB Leipzig. So here's an interesting scenario, right? If Man United loses to PSG and RB no, Leipzig beats stop. Istanbul, then three teams have nine points going into the final match day. Stop. So. Knock it off. Nobody that'll wants be, to hear that'll be that'll be interesting. No, dude, man, you need to get it together. It's the best part is, is we beat PSG at uh, Parc de Prince. So, you know, this is at home. Hopefully, hopefully the boys are ready. But we'll see. I might have to. I might have to sneak out of work to catch that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go sit in my car with my iPad. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So it, it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, Bayern is Bayern has won 18 straight, so I I haven't really stressed about the Champions League, but I don't know. I, I don't think people. I think people like to like to say that Bayern's won 18 straight, and not look at their actual performances because I'm a little nervous. I really hope that they're that they're resting up for the actual Champions League. You're nervous because they rested Lua and Neuer and still won. Yeah, Lewandowski and. Noya, yeah. Newer Lua. <laughs> Newer Lua. That's that's mm-hmm. why I don't know how you could be nervous, dog. They're not even concerned with group stage. I yeah, but I, I I I don't I'm not used to being like the Bayern Bayern are my are my good team, my dominant team, and you know that I'm not used to being a fan of a dominant team, so let me let me take my let me take my American fanhood and and impart it on my European fanhood. You're uh you're that dog who's been hit too much in the corner. Jeez, ain't that ain't that the truth? Yeah, you're kind of like Nate Robinson. Oh Jesus, I, that 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 poor guy, man. I mean, like he, like I I don't know why people so like I. So like Nate Robinson was like, you know, this is for the NBA family. So so t- to put it into context, right? The the big boxing match, uh, Mike Tyson against Roy Jones Jr. Right? Like two, like I I think Snoop Dogg said it best right before the fight. Fight. It's it looks like two uncles fighting over a plate at Thanksgiving, right? It, it, I, I was not impressed with the weigh-ins. I was not really like, I was not really that excited for this fight, right? I mean, like a lot of people were really excited that they're going to see Mike Tyson knock somebody out like old Mike Tyson, but they forgot that Roy Jones Jr. was fighting in Russia up until three years ago and was probably, I I mean, even Mike Tyson said it. Mike Tyson even said, like, I don't know why everybody's scared for him. Like, I stopped fighting 15 years ago. He stopped fighting three years ago. People should be scared for me, right? Roy Jones Jr. had knockout power as well. 
he was a dog as well. Right? He kind of took over that that the hole that Tyson left. Now didn't fill it completely, but you know, Roy Jones Jr. is a great boxer in his own right. The problem is they're both over fifty. So I didn't think that we were going to get anything. And, and and it turned out to be a draw. And and a, and and watching the highlights, a pretty boring one too. <laughs> it's so funny. Everyone kept like gassing up this fight, like, oh, you're gonna watch Tyson, you're gonna watch Tyson. I'm like, no. I'm I told everyone no, I'm not interested. It's gonna be awful. It's gonna be dog shit. And guess what it was? It was dog shit. And the only thing anyone wants to talk about is Nate Robinson getting his head handed to him on a silver platter. Like, dude, dude, I so first of all, I didn't watch these fights. Yeah. Because uh, who cares? Like, I didn't. And uh, I guess I was right. But apparently Nate Robinson was on the mat for about like three or so minutes afterwards. And I'm yeah, like, so, what you guys expect? So he, He's not a fighter. Yeah, so he fought. Uh, this is his first, I guess, I don't even know what to classify this, amateur, professional. They got paid. So technically it's a professional fight, right? They Nate Robinson made six hundred k to get knocked out like that, and that's not enough. So, so he fought. He fought a the YouTube star, Jake Paul. Jake Paul, Jake Paul, right? Yeah, I think it's Jake. I think the other one because he has Logan. a brother. Logan. Yeah, I think yeah you're Robin right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus, what what terrible millennials we are. Um, actually, that's we're not terrible millennials because they're there's those are Gen Gen Zers or Gen Xs or whatever whatever the I don't know. I, I know that people hate this dude, and I don't know why. I mean, if you hate well, this mean, dude, why are you watching all his exploits? Yeah, I mean, it's it's like I, I think I mentioned pre-show. It's like Donald Trump, right? If you hate the man, then stop giving him airtime. Stop watching his stuff. Stop following his YouTube channel. Stop clicking on his links. Right. Stop sharing his tweets. Up sharing his tweets, right, and being like, "What a terrible man!" Like, okay, well, you're just feeding the fire, right? You're basically saying, "Like, I hate fire," and then you throw logs on a fire. Yeah, I, I but, haven't heard anything about this kid, and now, like, all my friends are like posting about he's calling out Connor and Canelo, and they're good. all mad. They're all mad, and I'm just like, "You guys are encouraging it by liking and sharing, like." Well, who cares if he's calling them out? <laughs> also, 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 here's the thing. It, this is his second fight, right? He fought the other YouTube star, KSI, right, a while back, probably like a year, year or two ago. But they're making fun of they're making fun of this guy or saying this guy should just shut up when that's literally what boxers do. They have a fight. They win the fight. They call out their next opponent. And could you imagine what kind of draw Conor McGregor and Jake Paul would bring? Dude, you'd get people who don't watch boxing and then people who watch combat sports. Yeah. That's literally the whole world. Those are the, those are, those are the two groups. <laughs> like, like, so so, so I, I get it. I don't like the guy. I don't know why I don't like him. And we were talking about this pre-show. I don't know why I don't like him. I, he just has that unlikable face. Yeah, that's a but, dude I'd like to see get hit for sure. But I'm not going to get angry at him for beating someone he should have beaten and then basically being like, oh, it was extremely popular and now my name's being circulated around the media and the me- and like for my boxing match on an unknown social media platform called Triller. Do you know what Triller is, Jermaine? It's like a new alternative to uh, TikTok. It's like- I, I didn't know that. I had to look it up. Right? Yeah, it was what was – Launched off the ground to because you know TikTok is super controversial with its China, China yeah. ties and stuff. China, 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 China. But I, I mean, like, like you guys, like people are getting angry at Jake Paul for like, oh, you shouldn't like Conor McGregor. You're just gonna whoop your okay. He's still gonna call him out because the potential for first of all the millions of dollars this kid has already made. Kid, can I call him a kid? Let's see. I don't know. I think he's our age, isn't he? I probably called him a kid. He's fucking twenty three. Oh, he ah, is a kid. He was born in ninety seven. Get the fuck out of here! All right, this little boy. All right. Why um, do people also search for Erica Costell? Who's that? Uh, uh, isn't that the Barstool girl? No, that's Erica Nardini. Um, so, so you're getting angry at this kid for 
basically sh- shooting his shot and now putting it in people's ear. Oh, I would lo- like just like you just said. Oh, I'd love to see him get hit. I'd love to see him get hit by Cronin McGregor. These guys don't care. They don't care. They, they they get massive paydays, and they don't care if they get like getting hit sucks. But they're also making they probably would make millions of dollars. He made six hundred k on that fight. Him and Nate Robinson for what he threw. I think Jake Paul threw what six punches, got hit zero times, and he made six hundred k because all these people who dislike him keep tuning in. <laughs> like I don't understand, like. If you don't like somebody, why do you spend so much time hating them? If I don't like something, I don't keep like if I don't like a beer, I don't keep buying that beer. That's I was about to say. I was about to say I don't like mushrooms on pizza. That doesn't mean every time I get a pizza, I'm like, let me get some mushrooms. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> like it just doesn't make sense. But people constantly do this. Uh, Nate Robinson uh, is going to be the new Patrick Star. He's going to be living in the <laughs> rock. He can never show his face anywhere ever again. He should go live in Iraq. Yeah, he should go live in Iraq. Dude is already diminutive in size, and now this is on on the record. He's an instant internet meme. He cannot talk shit to any of his friends anymore. None of the ball players he goes with. And if you are playing against him on the court because he somehow came outside, he's definitely going to have a hood on and a mask. That way people don't really recognize him. And if you get bombed on by this guy, that's embarrassing on you. That is a lose-lose. Do not play Dave you then, you then have to. You then have to go live under a rock. You get instant Photoshopped into that meme. It's your head on his body. It's done, bro. Like, just don't do it. Don't play Nate Robinson. Let him be. He is a social pariah from here on. Did out. you see? Did you see the video of of Nate Robinson going to going to a restaurant? I think it was McDonald's. It's like Nate Robinson goes to McDonald's the day after the fight. Someone sent me that, and I and he's did. like, and he's like, can I get a Big Mac? And the server's like, I don't know. Can you get a Big Mac? He's like, do you guys sell Big Macs? Are you out of Big Macs? He goes, No, we got Big Macs. What are you going to do if I don't give you a Big Mac? <laughs> he puts his fist up next to his. Yeah. I, like, <laughs> yeah. What a which, dick, which, which, which is, which is so hilarious to me because this man had, had, had the balls to train to be a boxer, step in the ring, like, like months and months of training to step in the ring to get knocked out like that. It, knowing that he could take his knowledge basically and go beat up probably 95% of America. I don't know. I don't know how you make fun of someone who has the stones to step into a ring to get hit in front of the world. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this, but people don't enjoy war and combat. Like, it's not. (laughs) That's why all our fat asses sit at home in our comfortable AC with our cozy couches. Well, hey, I'm defending freedom. Yeah. Okay. How was that F1 race? Listen, I'm defending freedom. That F1 race was put on for the freedom defenders. <laughs> Specifically. Specifically. That's what the F in F1 stands for. Freedom. Freedom. One. Freedom <laughs> one. Speaking of freedom one racing, how about uh, Lewis Hamilton uh, winning in Bahrain? Yeah. He was. So now he. Uh, ooh. Tribute, I tribute almost. Time? We almost. Oh, I mean, we can. I because I almost revealed the trivia answer. I saw. I saw you about to do it, so I scrolled to the top. I was like, "Might as well just put it here." So yeah. So so Lewis Hamilton won the uh, won the F one race uh, in Bahrain this weekend. A crazy race. If if you guys haven't seen highlights from it, it insane race. Uh, two crashes, right, including one crazy crash coming out of turn one. Uh, in which uh, a car actually exploded as as it hit the guardrail. It took them like an hour to replace the entire guard wa- guardrail, and then when they started again, lap eight, another dude flipped. Uh, so in the span of nine laps, two cars were out of the race. You uh, saw firewalk firewalker at your first race, dude. I I can't go. I can't go to another F one race because I've already see, I've already seen that the crashes. It's gonna be like going to a hockey fight and seeing an all time brawl. And then being like, why don't they fight more? You said going to a hockey fight. Not, a hockey not fight. A, not I went a hockey to, match. I, I went to a hockey fight and a game broke out. Not a <laughs> Oh, that popped me. That popped me. But, but anyway, we asked you the trivia question, who holds the record for the most F1 championships? And the reason that we asked that 
is because both Lewis Hamilton and Michael Schumacher have seven. The craziest thing that I found looking up this stat, Jermaine, is that I don't I don't know why I knew him, but as a sports fan, I knew Michael Schumacher and I knew he was a good F one racer. Yeah, he's right. Him, Mario Andretti, guys like that. Right. We just knew they were good F one racers. Michael Schumacher, between the years of 2000 and 2004, won five titles in six years. <laughs> By the way, the F1 championship is the best 20 riders and uh, best 20 uh, drivers in the world. Yeah. It's, you have to be talented to, to, to win that. And so we brought and he, this up. And he pulled a Jimmy Johnson. Actually, Jimmy Johnson pulled a him. Exactly, yeah. Uh, we brought this up because Lewis Hamilton actually tied the record this year with his seventh championship win. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, Lewis Hamilton ha- also has the most course wins all time. He has the most uh, course I, wins all time. I believe you're correct. And he currently leads the 2020 standings, by the way. With 11 wins, nine more than the next closest individual. And 303, yeah, 332 points, 131 more than the next closest guy. <laughs> God damn. The boy is talented. So that's a natural segue into Lewis Hamilton is the biggest free agent to be in racing history right now. I mean, we just gave you all his he records. Drives, he drives for Mercedes, out. right? He drives Mercedes, correct. Yes, Mercedes has won the last seven uh, F1 championships. So Mercedes is kind of got like a stranglehold. It's not, it's kind of unfair at this point. You might have to like be like, yo, Mercedes, we'll just pay you to not show up. We need some like, no. Good to I, see I a nice up and coming company like Mercedes finally get some name recognition through F1. I know. I know. Finally on the map, ladies and gentlemen. Finally. But, <laughs> Congrats but to Mercedes. Hamilton. Finally on the map. Thanks to Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton's, uh, He's trying to get a payday, obviously. I mean, he's essentially the GOAT in F1. And he's looking for $40.2 million a year, dude. Which would which would put him second, actually. Which, really? which, which, which is insane to me. <laughs> so there's... Uh, um, he drives for Ferrari. Kimi... Uh, Rake Rakenin, Rakenin. I'm probably butchering that name, but he is the highest paid uh, auto racer of all time. He makes uh, 153 million over three years as his current contract contract with Ferrari. That's 53 yeah, he, million a year. He's Finnish, and so we definitely said that name wrong. Yeah, 100. percent There's so many accents on that last name. I don't even. But, I'm not but isn't that isn't that crazy to think that that Lewis Hamilton is not even asking for the highest contract in in racing right now? Yeah, he's, that's, just, he's just asking to be compensated. He's just like, yo, like, let me just get a good contract. Yeah, can, can your boy get some money? Yo, this this dude, dry, uh, Kimi Raikkonen, uh, what is what the podcast is settled on, uh, finished fifteenth at the Bahrain International Circuit. He's sixteenth in F F one right now. <laughs> in the standings? Yeah. <laughs> he he drives for Alfa Romeo as well. Get your money, my man. Hey, good for you, buddy. So, better to be lucky than good, right? Yes. Speaking of better to be lucky than good, how does Notre Dame keep getting into these playoffs? Uh, so I have a I have a um a uh theory on this, right? So Notre Dame is the last bastion of whitedom, right? And who do you hear preaching all these things about Notre Dame? Either white reporters or white white sportscasters or Notre Dame alum. They want some sort of return to greatness for Notre Dame, right? Greatness that happened like years ago, like in the 70s, like the Lou Holtz Notre Dame, right? Lou Holtz. Notre Dame. They want this return to to return to greatness, and they control such a share of the media that they're able to make it seem like Notre Dame is a much better team. And when Notre Dame loses, their losses are good losses, and when they win, their wins are great wins, and they demolished whatever team they played. 
Watch the media talk about Notre Dame. Notre Dame is the greatest team on the planet. Uh, I mean, have you seen Clemson? <laughs> they beat Clemson, but they beat, but they beat Clemson. First of all, I don't know if we talked about this, but Notre Dame, you're Notre Dame. Don't storm the field after you beat Clemson. Act like you've in, been there, bro. In terms of college football history, Clemson is an upstart. You beat Clemson without Trevor Lawrence. Act like you've been there. Yeah. Bro, they barely beat him, too, with, like, a freshman quarterback making his second start. Like, what is you doing, baby? Impromptu, I mean, find and cut Notre Dame. I mean, I mean, I did win some money on the Notre Dame money line, but it's like, whatever. Yeah, because you faded Clemson because they didn't have Trevor Lawrence. I'm so ready. That, I'm so I ready for this ACC too. championship. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna brag about making that bet as well. That's free money. I'm so ready for this ACC championship. Who's in it? I haven't paid. Clemson, I paid zero. It'll be Clemson and Notre Dame. Notre Dame's in the ACC. Oh, that's right. They are this year. This year, this year yeah. Oh, and Trevor Lawrence is back. Oh, that's gonna be epic, dude. So, so, so Notre Dame is is gonna play Clemson in the in the ACC championship, and I can't wait for all these Notre Dame stands to come in all all hyped up. Oh, we already got you once. We already got you once. And Trevor Lawrence is going to beat them sixty five to seven. Uh, is that what you're calling? So do I? You heard you heard it here first. So do I buy points on whatever favorite Clemson is? You should buy Clemson. You should buy Clemson minus thirty five. Minus thirty five. Clemson doesn't lose this game by any less than thirty five. Oh, or doesn't my. doesn't win this game by any less than thirty five. I had no clue that this was that this was going to happen. I forgot Notre Dame was in the ACC this year. Oh, man, Trevor Lawrence has been a smack on him. Notre Dame has been talking all this trash. They barely beat Clemson with the freshman quarterback. And now Goldilocks and the three bears is about to come eat their porridge, dog. He's about to fucking eat all. He's about to throw the fucking porridge in their faces, not even eat it. Oh, my goodness, dude. Speaking of big-time games coming up because we're close to the end of the season, Navy Army. Is coming. It's my favorite game day in all the all year long. This is my favorite sports day of the year. They're the usually the only game going on. Have you seen the uniforms? I have. You want to hear something fucked up before we get into the uniforms? Okay. So being in the United States Navy and being an officer, right? You, I did not go to the United States Naval Academy, but you have a bunch of friends that do. Right? I have a bunch of friends that do. Apparently, the midshipmen that are still at the academy. The academy promised them that they would get some win, like a winter break, right? Instead, the academy has made them is making them quarantine for two weeks, so that they then forcing them to go to the army. Navy. <laughs> Classic navy dog. <laughs> I love it. Welcome to the navy, you sons of bitches. Aren't you glad you signed up, kid? <laughs> Aren't you glad you signed up, family? What's family? There's an Army Navy game going on, son. Don't you know it's America's game? <laughs> oh man! Oh, leave it to the Navy. The Navy—they continue to find ways to surprise me, dude. That's so funny, dude. That 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 gets that gets one of these laughs. <laughs> Nelson sucks. Nelson from the sucks Houston to suck, show. nerds. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my God, that is hysterical, dog. And it's gonna be freezing cold as always. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to stay in their shitty dorm rooms in Bancroft Hall for two weeks before going and fucking sitting on a shitty cold field in Philadelphia. Ought <laughs> to watch the fucking cash cow of the university. Oh, oh man! Play some play some shitty option football on the field. <laughs> Doc, they got to be in full uniform too. Like the, you can't drink either, right? Nah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dog. There ain't any tailgating. <laughs> Yo, the Navy got him good, bro. Ah. <laughs> uh. They just open the door like, yeah, right this way, and they step off a cliff. It's it's, it's so it's it's so sad 
to like hear like like it's it's like prison, right? It's like they went to prison because like my 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 buddy was talking to me the other day, and he was like, yeah, so like. There'd be nights like before the Army Navy game that we could go out and they would like they wouldn't guard like this secret like steam pipe entrance to Annapolis, and I was like, "That's." He was like, "So it it was worth it." Some days I was like, "Did you just tell me that it was worth it going to the Naval Academy?" Because sometimes they wouldn't guard secret entrances where you'd have to walk through sewer or like sewer pipes and steam pipes, and if you touched it, would burn your hand just to get out to town to drink for a couple of hours. How many he was drunk like, assholes do you think touched those steam pipes? Uh, I mean, I, it has to be thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe. <laughs> you know, some chick shoved a dude into the pipes. You know, a chick tripped. You know, a dude, a dude grabbed his buddy in a headlock in there because he's a, yeah. a dummy, and all those people <laughs> have burned. It has to be, dude. It has to be. Right, and then I told him I was like, "Yeah, you know what we used to do for fun in college? We used to just go out, <laughs> like just do anything." <laughs> I wanted to go to Annapolis, uh, and when I first brought it up to my mom, because um, you know I have to, you have to do all these crazy things to 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 qualify before, so I brought it up early. Like I was like a sophomore, I mentioned it to my mom. She flipped out on me, and because my Pops was dishonorably discharged for from the army for uh, beating up his OIC to join an army gang in Korea, and he was thrown in the brig there. Um, yeah, did he join the did he join the gang? I yeah, but he got kicked out, so I don't know how that. I don't know. Positive or negative? No, that's a terrible initiation. Your gang, your gang is small. <laughs> oh man. I don't know how accurate that story is, but that's what I'm told, and I'm running with it, dude. And so I told her, and she freaked out. I didn't do it. I'm kind of like, maybe that was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. So, so I even I even made it further than you, right? I did all the testing. I did all the application. I did everything like that, and I just wasn't accepted. Well, <laughs> well, I got to the I got to the point where I had to decide between pursuing the Naval Academy and pursuing like all the interviews. I think I did one of the interviews or just accepting the ROTC scholarship and playing baseball. And I was like, cool. <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, so you're telling me the Naval Academy is like this? And the guy was like, yes, of course. It's a very stringent university. I was like, I just had that in high school. I'm going to go here to this giant state school where I can drink and play baseball. Yeah. That's so a, God, God bless him, man. Solid choice. I, I don't know how they do it. It is, it's brutal. Could you imagine trying to make, Wait as an offensive lineman. So you know what you know what they have to do, right? Sign so waivers, I guess. Yeah. So they're so they're out of weight. They're allowed to be as heavy as they want, like to play within reason, right? That's <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of why Navy is not. It's kind of why Navy is not like as good as they should be because they don't sign these big hog mollies, right? But they're allowed to be a certain weight, right? That is that is over the Navy standard, right? So that they can play offensive line right and and compete at a high level but then literally the after football ends their senior year they have to drop all of it they have to cut all of it and get within navy standards for their height oh what how awful is that oh my god you imagine how hungry those guys are Oh, just like it was just a hot, sweaty mess. They are just oh my god, wearing wearing trash bags and just trying to just trying to get down and wait. That seems unhealthy too. The Navy doesn't care about your health. <laughs> That's very accurate. Do you see the ship food they feed you? So let's physical health. Physical health they don't really care about. They they make at least an attempt to care about that. Mental health they give two fucks about that. Yeah. So, oh, you mean. People are committing suicide because we're overworking them. Fuck them. Give them extra watches. No, it's it's not. It's, it's millennial. It's millennials and technology. Remember the acting the uh, the uh, acting secretary of the navy said that. What? What did he say? Yep that 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 that, that more suicides are happening in the United States Navy because kids are more socially distanced because they just sit on their phones all day. Okay. So here's the thing. He, that is a contributing factor, though. 
Yeah, but it is not the contributing factor. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like when, that. When, 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 when a ship is underway for 66% of the year. Yeah, I mean, I'm, in a, I'm, I'm just saying it's kind of like that's part of it because that's why suicide is up in America right now because people aren't interacting anymore and they're locked in their houses. They probably don't go get sun because they've been fear-mongered into staying inside. And so, yeah, it's a contributing factor. I don't – it's not the reason why, though. Have you watched The Social Dilemma yet? I have not. I think I started no. it super drunk because you told what? me to watch it, and then I didn't watch it. So, like, it's it's like – I don't know. It, it was interesting to hear, like, experts on the matter talk about it and say that sometimes the experts are even fooled by like this AI that they've created. But then ultimately, like, I think this is what you're going to get out of it, which is kind of what I got out of it. You're like, yeah, I know. Like, I know that this is how I, like, I, I know that this is happening. So like when people are like, you need to watch the social dilemma. It's, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, but if you didn't know this was going on, you're, you're not very, like, <laughs> you're not plugged in. You're not very, in, yeah, you're not very in tune with what's going on. Yeah. All right. So we started with college football rankings and, and <laughs> totally fell off. Uh, top four right now, uh, same as the initial Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, Notre Dame. The next three in line are Texas A&M, Florida, the Gators, Chomp Chomp, and the Cincinnati Bearcats. There are six non-Power 5 teams ranked right now, including the Raging Cajuns at number f- 25. So Cincinnati next week plays uh, – their final week plays – I don't know if it's next week, but their final week plays number 24 in the rankings, Tulsa. And I feel like that's a game that Cincinnati is going to lose. Oh, don't say that. I just feel like there's a game that these like these these non-Power 5 teams lose every year. Well, yeah. That, that, it's hard to go undefeated. That screws them out of the it screws them out of the playoffs. Yeah, so tune in uh, next week when we cover what's going on with the college football championship. With that being said, let's move on to everybody's favorite, find them and cut them. Nick, take it away. We kind of did it already, right? The NFL is, is mainly, the, is mainly the, the culprit for this. But we talked about the Broncos' uh, practice squad wide receiver, Kendo Hinton, who was a three-year quarterback at Wake Forest and then his senior year moved to wide receiver to get ready for the NFL draft. He scored the same amount of points as Tom Brady against the Saints at home, Jermaine. <laughs> Kid went one for 13. One for 13 with a 13-yard completion. One for 13 with a 13-yard completion and scored as many points quicker, actually scored three points quicker than Tom Brady did when playing the Saints in their last game. <laughs> so that kid that kid gets promoted and uh, ra- raised and promoted <laughs> kendo Hinton, you get you should get you know you should get a million dollars just for showing up and tom brady gets fined and cut and the bucks we're just gonna find and cut the bucks as a whole that how you have this many weapons and you're like six and four they're seven and five oh, same same that's because they played uh, Saints, Rams, Chiefs in a row. I don't care who they play. Good teams, good teams win. Great teams cover. That's, that's betting one hundred and one. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's why Nick stinks. Ten and two. <laughs> listen, listen. When we don't talk about my bets, we do pretty well. So we, I don't. I found out about these bets after you cashed them. Selfish. Because I can't talk about them, dog. Selfish. If I talk, I, if I would have told you my bets, I would have gone two and ten. Told you, told you. That's Did right. you see that Reddit uh, article I sent you? Uh, you sent me a lot of things. What was it? The one about the dude who's talking about fading himself. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's an existential question, right? So if so, so the question the question was if you fade yourself, right? Do you do better on bets? Right? But then once you make a bet, so if you think about making a bet, but then you fade that bet, but then doesn't that become your bet? So you should fade that bet, <laughs> which would bring you back to your original bet anyway. So, so look, that's, that's the existential question, Jermaine. Look here, if you fade yourself, if you fade yourself, 
by thinking of a bet, then that is your initial bet. But you didn't actually make a bet yet because that's your initial thought. So your first bet, which was the fade of your initial thought, becomes your first bet. But then you should fade your first bet, which was actually your initial thought. All right, ladies and gentlemen, follow us at Podcast Room 303. Good, so, good transmitter so, out. So what I'm what I'm telling the people is fade me and don't no, – I'm going to fade myself. So whichever like way that, I go. Bro, you should have left the podcast end like that. So that. let's let it end then. Do it again. Try it again. <laughs> no, it's gone, bro. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> uh, moral of the story, hashtag fade us. Uh, follow us on all things social. This This episode will be posted. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs>